Hey, Momo, how many drivers do we have in today's race? Eh, uh, 23, sir. What? We need 24 drivers! You know what to do. Ah, uh, you know. Uh, send in the field filler. Welcome to the NASCAR Field Filler Podcast. Get all your news, results, and updates on NASCAR every week on this channel. You've tried the best, now here's the rest. Let's fill the last row with our hosts, Vanilla Wafers. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the bottom of the field as well as the back of the playlist. This is Vanilla Wafers, and thank you for tuning in to the Field Filler Podcast. Lots to go over today as we got Talladega this weekend, one of the most exciting races of the year. It's also one of the biggest wreck fests of the year, so it's kind of hard to predict who's going to be the winner, but I'm going to try my best. The guy who's been sucking dildos as far as picking the right drivers to go with. However, I did get a victory uh, last week, so I do feel a little bit more confident. We'll see how I do this time. We also got a bit of news to cover, not too much this week, but definitely some news that should be covered by, at the very least, me. I mean, I'm in the back of the field, and I still need to cover it, so I hope everyone else is covering it as well. And also, we'll go over my picks from last week, as well as Crazy Corrado, because he's given me an updated list, I got my updated list, and we got actually one other person who's given me their list. That's right, we have one extra person, and no, it is not Momo. Or Georgia Gary, even though Georgia Gary really wants to be a part of this. No, 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 These are actual people. So let's get into it. We got a good episode today. Let's first start off with this week's news. Oh, what the hell are you? Well, you don't think I'm trying not to do the Talladega pick? I've been trying to do the Talladega pick since I first started this stupid podcast. Here's what I got right here. I got Dale Earnhardt Jr., Ricky Bobby, Dale Earnhardt himself, Richard Petty, and David Pearson. Okay? I can make good picks. But you don't trust me, you don't trust these two jackasses, you know, screw you and your news, I'm not helping you. <sighs> Disregard my narrator, he is PMSing at the moment, and I don't know how much longer I'll keep him around, but we shall see. At least I'll give him the Talladega race, so he has a place to stay and watch the race, so we'll just do that. But first bit of news, and that is coming from Texas Motor Speedway. On July 19th, when they will host at Texas Motor Speedway, Texas says that they will allow fans to watch the NASCAR race and attend it, but not the Xfinity and Truck Series. So this is actually a good step in the right direction as far as bringing fans back to the sport. I don't know how it's going to be as far as COVID goes, if COVID is actually going to be uh, a little friendly or more in an attacking mode at that point when the charts will just zoom up. But maybe it's going to be down by then and everyone's going to be holding each other singing kumbaya as they watch the race. Something like that. I don't know what the hell that jingle was. But yes, Texas is going to be one of the first races where they will welcome back fans as well as the Bristol All-Star Race. And it's going to start in the middle of July. Let's see how they do. Let's see if we get a second wave. But for now, Texas will be the first one since the onset of the coronavirus pandemic. Contract negotiations are starting to go up there as Eric Jones is trying to do everything he can to stay in the number 20 machine. Now, Toyota has said that they would like to keep Eric Jones, but the deciding factor will be sponsorship. And who would he be replaced by? Another than Christopher Bell in the number 95 machine. A lot of people thought um, at first that Eric Jones was going to be the big guy, the guy that was going to be stepping in and getting a lot of victories for 
the Joe Gibbs racing, but it, it really hasn't happened. He hasn't really been a top dog like we thought he was going to be when he first came into the sport. Christopher Bell has actually looked probably a little bit more of a contention to be racing with the top dogs than Eric Jones has, and, and Joe Gibbs is starting to see that, and basically they said... Whoever gets the 20 car in 2021 is going to be the guy that brings in more sponsorships. Now, we'll see how that works. I mean, Daniel Suarez brought up a bunch of sponsorships. He just lay it down. He's like, check that out. I got me Toyota, Coca-Cola. You got to sign me on. And then Stuart Haas Racing was just like, nah, you suck ass. You're going to God Brothers. We're taking Cole Custer. <laughs> That's that's basically what happened. So hopefully the same doesn't happen for Eric Jones. Hopefully he does get the spot if he does get good sponsorship. But we might be seeing Christopher Bell in the 20 car sooner than later. And probably the top news is where the All-Star Race is going to be held. I know I kind of said it in the first story, so I kind of screwed up on this, but I'm still going with it because I'm a lazy ass when it comes to editing. Just don't tell any of my listeners that. Is that Bristol Motor Speedway is going to be holding the All-Star Race in the middle of July. I think this is a great idea as far as the All-Star Race goes because Charlotte for the last few years it just hasn't been that exciting of a race yes i know it's basically the hometown of nascar it is a pretty high standard racetrack as far as nascar goes as far as importance but you know they need a more action-packed race and i think bristol definitely this year showed that they are an action-packed track once again for the cup series so Putting it over there definitely is going to be great. And also, since um, they're having the awards banquet now in the Tennessee area, having Bristol as holding a big race like that is also really, really good for that state in itself. Now, another thing I wanted to cover, I'm just going to keep this in the same story, is that the numbers are going to be more near the back of the side of the car. And what I mean by that, it's going to be slightly in front of the rear reel. They were saying they were going to put it in the rear quarter panel, and people just hated that. I looked at that, and I was like, ugh, reminds me of IMCA. That's not a stock car at all. It's more of becoming a modified car. I don't know if I like that too much. But near the rear, so they can so they can have an extra opportunity to put sponsorship right there, which kind of makes sense. When you think of NASCAR, you think of the sponsors. I mean, when you think of Dale Earnhardt Jr. in the 2000s, you thought of Budweiser. So why not put the Budweiser right there next to the number 8 or the number 24 car, having DuPont right to the side of the 24. They just match together. So I understand why they're doing it. We'll see how they look like in the All-Star Race. That will be the first time we get to see it. So let me know what you guys think. I'll obviously keep track of Twitter because that's where most of the fan base is who have an opinion or who want to share it that think that their opinions matter the most. Hopefully there's some other dumbasses out there so I can put them on the bums list. But, yep, they're going to be possibly doing some redesigns to where the number is. They're going to do it for sure at the All-Star Race, and the All-Star Race is going to be held at Bristol Motor Speedway in the middle of the month of July. And one more thing I wanted to cover before we get into the Talladega picks, and that is a possible addition add-on to the 2021 Cup schedule. We were all super excited about the Gen 7 car. We were all sitting with fully erect penises, getting ready to see this car go out on the racetrack. And then we got blue-balled by NASCAR when they said, we're going to hold on to it till next year. So it's going to be in 2022 instead of 2021. Damn it! Ugh! 
But it's okay, we're staying at half mass still because of the 2021 schedule. We already saw that Nashville was going to get a cup race there, but another track that everybody's been wanting, a lot of people have been wanting this track, that has been in talks to get a cup series schedule event, has been Road America. Road America says that they have been in talks with the cup series, and there might be a very good chance that we might see that road course finally in the Cup Series. I'm hoping that that does happen because Road America is such an iconic track. It's provided a lot of entertainment and a lot of racing series, including the Xfinity Series. I've been wanting it to be in the Cup Series for so long. And now for an opportunity like this, I think it's almost like too hard to pass up. I mean, they got to put it in. I'm hoping they do. So we shall see. But it looks like Road America is a top contender. I think some other ones could be the Circuit of the Americas down in Texas. Maybe Iowa Speedway. There's some other tracks that have been in the talks. I just can't think of them at the moment. So I'm pretty excited about the schedule. And guess when that's going to be released? In the middle of the month of July, just like everything else I've been talking about. So that will conclude today's news. Now, let's get into the picks for Talladega. Alright, so before we get into the Talladega picks, let's look back at Homestead and let's see how I did. Let's see. I had Joey Logano, Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin, Brad Keselowski, Austin Dillon, and Tyler Reddick. Crazy Corrado had Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, Chase Elliott, Jimmy Johnson, Tyler Reddick, and Austin Dillon. So we both had three drivers who were the same. We just had to separate the distance. He picked Rick Henrik drivers. I picked... Penske drivers. Now, I had five out of my six guys finish in the top ten. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. I, I know what I was doing. Those were some good picks. But, but, I said that Joey Logano was going to win the race as well as stage two, and he did nothing of that sort. He absolutely ate ass in the Homestead race, which is actually quite shocking. He does really, really good at that racetrack. He just got into some problems with Pitt Road with good old Quinn Hoff, probably the worst rookie of the six that are competing for the Rookie of the Year. So that's the what affected Joey Logano, but he had Kevin Harvick. Kevin Harvick, unfortunately, ran into some problems there at the end where he hit the wall and then went one lap down, finishing 26. So Denny Hamlin was able to edge Chase Elliott, so that's how I was able to beat him right there. And I was also able to edge him with Brad Keselowski getting the 10th spot, and he had Jimmy Johnson who finished 16th. So that's how I was able to win. So I'm going to take my victory here. So that means my picks are more important than his, but still keep an eye on his because it's Talladega. And when it comes to Talladega, your chances of picking the top six drivers in your six picks is about as easy as finding an eighth grader boy who does not masturbate. There are some out there. There are some people that can be able to do it. However, it is so rare to have it happen. But I'm going to try my best, so let's look into the list. Now, we're going to do the top drivers, the top 10 guys, some of the dark horses, and then who our picks are going to be. I'm going to start off with the top drivers, and the first and foremost that we, you should have on your team is Joey Logano. I know he let you down in Homestead, but look at his last five results here at Talladega. Last time he finished 11th, got 44 points, finished 4th with 37 points, 
fifth with 40 points, won the race with 58 points, and then finished fourth once again. He's done really, really good at Talladega. You can tell he really likes this racetrack. He's one of the top restricted plate drivers out there. He doesn't really have too much luck when it comes to Daytona, except for the Daytona 500 in 2015. He definitely does better here at Talladega. You definitely want to put him on your list if you have a few picks left for him. Another driver that I decided to add on as a top driver, this one would be kind of a shocker. I got Eric Amarola in the number 10 car. He hasn't really done much this year. Yes, he got a top five at Homestead, but other than that, he really hasn't been like the top 10 guy that we're used to seeing. He's been more of like the 13th, 14th, 15th guy, which is not like him. But when it comes to Talladega, man, it could be far from the truth from that because look at his last few finishes here. He, last time he finished 4th with 33 points, ninth with 28, he won the race back in 2018 and got 54 points, finished 7th with 30 points, then in the number 43 car, mind you, he finished 5th and 4th. He obviously loves this track, he's really, really good at this racetrack, and he's going to give you a lot of points, without a doubt, a top 10, so definitely put Eric Amarola on your list. Another driver I'm going to put as a top driver is Chase Elliott in the number 9. Now, his results have kind of Went up and down a little bit but I'm going to get rid of at least one race for each of these guys because it's Talladega someone is going to wreck you're just trying to put money down on the guy who's not gonna wreck and sometimes if they do wreck they'll sometimes still win the race remember Ryan Blaney remember Eric Jones it still happens so let's look at Chase Elliott Last race, he finished 8th, got 29 points. Before that, in the spring, he won the race, finishing with 57 points. And then he finished in the back in 31st, getting only 10 points. Then finishing 3rd, then finishing 16th. So, he has been a little bit up and down, but for the most part, he's been up. He's been leading a few races. He does like Talladega. You can definitely tell. He's he's always a contender. Um, the only time he's not is when he gets involved in an accident. So, I would definitely put him on your list. If you still got a few more picks of him, I would put him on. He might give you a win. I'm going to actually say that he might be one of the top contenders to get a win this Sunday. Another top guy that I'm picking, many people probably don't think of this guy too much, but how about Ryan Newman in the number six machine? Look at his last few results here. He finished second, got 35 points, finished seventh with 35 points. Then he finished 25th, got involved in an accident with 12 points, finished ninth with 28 points, and then got second again with another 35 points. So on average, he's going to give you about 31 30 points that's honestly really good especially for Talladega and he actually does really good at restricted plate races I mean look at Daytona yes he had that horrifying accident but he was contending for the win and he won the Daytona 500 back in 2008 so he does actually really really good here I would definitely put him on your list so let's say if Joey Logano or Chase Elliott you've used him like six or seven times maybe throw Ryan Newman in he's definitely gonna probably get a top 10 in this race if not, he's gonna give you about 28 or more points and then the last top driver to look at ryan blaney in the number 12 i cannot um have a top driver's list without including ryan blaney he finished second at the daytona 500 he won the last race here the last few races have been a little rough finishing 15th 29th 18th and 18th so not the best results but i mean look how competitive he's been in the restrictor plate races this year and the race beforehand at talladega and he's had a phenomenal season. I got to put him in the top of my list because without a doubt, he's had a great season and he's going to be a contender. I mean, if Joey Logano is going to do 
dominant, Brad Keselowski is going to do dominant, he's going to be right there with his teammates. Definitely put him on your top driver list. So those are the top. Let's look at the top 10 guys. This one's a bit shocking. I don't know if I agree with myself on this because I was the one who did this, but I put Denny Hamlin as a top 10 guy. Yes, he's going to do good. Yes, he's a phenomenal restrictor plate driver, but for some reason, I feel more of putting these five drivers ahead of him, and his results have looked all right. I mean, he's finished third, got 34 points, 36, fourth, 14th, 6th, and 11th. But the reason why I put him more towards the top 10 is for the simple fact that he loves the fall race here more than he loves the spring race. Now, I said that last time with, I think it was Joey Logano, and he actually did really good. So, take that with a grain of salt. He actually might do really good. I mean, coming off a Daytona 500 win, how can you go against that, As, especially in a restricted play race? So, definitely have Denny Hamlin on your list if you haven't used him that much. I mean, he's still going to do really great. But as far as the spring races go, he usually finishes more behind than he does in the fall races. So just keep that in mind. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. in the number 47. Yes, this is the guy who either gets a really good finish or he wrecks everybody trying. Let's look at his last five finishes here at Talladega. He's finished 9th, 25th, 5th, 26th. And then he won the race. Oh, and he finished third back in 2018. I must have skipped over that by accident. So as you can see, he's either going to get you, you a top 10 or he's going to finish 25th, 26th, right around there because he caused an accident. So on average, he's going to get about 28 points once again. He's kind of similar to Ryan Blaney. And the reason why I put him back here is because he's so unpredictable. I mean, you don't know what he's going to do in that race. So I'm thinking, I'm honestly thinking that he is going to do pretty good in this race at Talladega. I mean, the number 47 car, this is probably the best I've ever seen that car look, maybe besides 2014 at Watkins Glen with AJ Allmendinger, but Ricky Stenhouse Jr. all around has been doing pretty good in the number 47. Put him on the top 10 guys. Kurt Busch in the number one has had, actually had some really good finishes here. Look at his last couple of results. He finished 28th um, in the last race, but then he's finished 6th, 14th and second and in those races he scored 35 or more points and then he finished 25th once again that was with Stuart Haas racing so he does really good at restrictor plate tracks he's not going to get you the win but he is going to give you a good amount of points because he tends to finish near the top when it comes to stage finishes I mean I will take 35 points um, any day heck if he finishes 14th and gives me 41 points I'm down with that I mean he he's really good when it comes to Talladega so keep in mind him and now I got Brad Keselowski. Every, a lot of people would have thought that he would have been the top driver. But I've been looking at his past few finishes. And he's been either wrecked or he wins the race. Because look at his last five finishes. 25th, 13th, 27th, 33rd, and 1st. I would pick without a doubt Joey Logano or Ryan Blaney over him. But if you have an extra pick, I mean Brad Keselowski, like I said, he'll either wreck the race in the race or he's going to win the race so definitely keep him in mind he might get you the victory especially with his Penske friends but as far as his last few finishes I have to put him as a top 10 guy if he gets another wreck he'd be more of a dark horse than he would be a top 10 and then here's the last one uh he should probably be a dark horse but for some reason I got a hunch that he's gonna do good in this race is William Byron and the number 24 
He's wrecked in all of his races at Talladega, and he's wrecked in quite a few Daytona races. But here's the thing that I've noticed. He leads in every single race at Talladega. He has laps led, and there's been times when he's finished 21st, 33rd. He's still got 20 to 28 points. So, I mean, he's getting good stage finishes. That's a little worrisome because it's like, okay, he's going to give you stage points, but after that, he's going to wreck. So, definitely probably the biggest gamble out of the top 10 guys that I have said. But I'm going to put William Byron right there. I say he's going to be right with Chase Elliott throughout most of the race. He could honestly be a pretty good pick there. Now let's go to the dark horses. Here's one guy to keep in mind. And you're probably not going to hear this guy's name too much in this season. As well as some other drivers here. Because I put in Ty Dillon in the number 13 machine. Look at his last few results here at Talladega. 10th, 17th, 15th, 15th, and 11th. And his points have been pretty good too. 27 points, 30 points, 23 points, 22, 26. You want someone who's consistent at Talladega. You don't know who's going to wreck. He tends to not get in those accidents. He tends to give you on average 25 points. That's honestly not that bad when it comes to Talladega. He might be a good guy to put in your back pocket as far as a dark horse goes. Another guy, Corey LaJoy. Corey LaJoy has been doing great at restricted plate races in the number 32 car. He raced there in the number 72 car and it was not that good. But look at his last couple of finishes at restricted plate races in that number 32 car. 9th at Daytona, 7th and then 11th at the two Talladega races. Those are really good finishes, especially as for him. I mean, my goodness, if you are trying to save your guys, let's say if you've used your top five guys too many times, I'm going to put him on my list because, I mean, if I have a sixth guy or a fifth guy and I just need 30 extra points, might as well rely on him. I mean, he doesn't get involved in any accidents. And John Hunter Nemechek may be actually another good guy to go with because he finished 11th at Daytona. He was one of the top finishing rookies. And then the Xfinity Series at Talladega Races, he's finished 6th or 7th. He might be a, he might give you a good finish here, especially with Front Row Motorsports. They like Talladega a lot. I picked him over Michael McDowell because Michael McDowell either gives you a top 10 or 40th place finish. I, there's really nothing in between. I just saw his last finish there. He got a fifth, yes, but then his last two finishes, 40th, 40th, both dead last. It's too risky to go with him. I would pick John Hunter Nemechek over Michael McDowell. And the last one... Why not? Why not? Let's put him in. Brendan gone in the number 62 car for Beard Motorsports. They only run the restrictor plate races, but there's a good reason why. His last race, he finished 27th. But remember, he got into that big accident. He actually flipped his car in front of everybody. But he was a contender near the end. And then here's his last few finishes. 8th, 12th, 22nd, 19th. He's been right there in the middle between 10th and 20th. I mean, if you want to put him in, he's definitely probably the weaker dark horse out of the other three. But, I mean, it is his final season. He's probably going to do everything he can to give himself a good finish, especially for that Beard Motorsports team. I mean, might as well. I mean, look at the Daytona 500. Where did he finish? I think he got a top 10 there. So, I mean, why not? Throw Brendan Gaughan in there. If you, if you are shooting for the moon or you just have nobody to pick from, these might be the four dark horses to go with. If I had to make a pick on any of them, I'm going to go with Corey LaJoy out of the bunch. I mean, his finishes have looked the best out of these guys. Second by far, Ty Dillon. Third, John Hunter Nemechek. Fourth, Brendan Gaughan. 
your top 10 guys, I would probably lean more towards Denny Hamlin and Ricky Stenhouse over the over the bunch. And then for the top drivers, maybe Eric Amarola and Joey Logano. In fact, I got my picks right here, and I will also show you Crazy Corrado's picks and Mechanic Manny. Yes, who the hell is Mechanic Manny? He's another guy getting added on here. He's actually my Faja, but he knows a thing or two about NASCAR, and he just wants to beat me in my picks because he just has that competitive edge. So it's like, screw it. You want to show your skills? Put them on here. Let's see what you can do against us. So here's my picks. Let's see who I'm going to be going with. These are going to be my six. So for my top two guys, I have Joey Logano and Chase Elliott. I'm going to throw Eric Amarola in that pick, even though I made him a top driver because I haven't used him hardly at all. I would also consider using Ricky Stenhouse Jr. and William Byron as my top 10 guys. William Byron, I'm going to go on a gamble here with him. And then my dark horse, I'm going to throw in Corey LaJoy. Those are my six guys that I'm going to be going with. And here is Crazy Corrado's picks. He said he's going to be going for Joey Logano and Chase Elliott, similar to me. Top 10 drivers, he's going to include Ricky Stenhouse Jr. and Clint Boyer. Hmm, I, I haven't even talked about Clint Boyer. He actually might be a good pick. He's with Stuart Haas. And then his dark horses, he wants to include Tyler Reddick. Not a bad idea. He won the last Xfinity race. And Jimmy Johnson, the seven-time champion. I didn't even mention him either. So definitely way different picks for me as far as his back three drivers. I got an interesting back three. He's got an interesting back three. Let's see how he does. And as for Mechanical Manny, let's see what he has. He is going with Brad Keselowski, Denny Hamlin, Tyler Reddick, the number one of Kurt Busch, Clint Boyer, and William Byron. Now, he didn't pick any of my suggested top drivers, which is perfectly fine. I mean, I said most of these guys would be top 10 guys, so he might do really good too. So those are our picks. Let's see who's going to be number one by the end of Sunday. Hopefully it's me. We shall see. And hopefully you guys do good in your picks as well. And that will conclude the last segment of today's episode. Let's just pray that Talladega doesn't suffer any rain delays. That's the biggest thing. I should have said that at the beginning. No rain delays at Talladega. I am sick and tired of this DW curse. It is real. It is 100% real. No more getting freaky with Mother Nature, Daryl. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Keep them racing. That's my new hashtag. I don't know how I'm going to make that possible, but... I'm going to claim that one, uh, patent pending. So that will conclude today's episode, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening to the best and trying out all the rest. I have been able to fill up the last few minutes of your time, so I'm going to take the car, pull it right on into pit road, collect my last place winnings, and I am out. You all take care. This has been the Field Filler Podcast.